This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. Carrie, we're at episode 22. Woo woo! I'm ready for 69. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever thought we'd make it this far. I know. Oh my gosh. I know at some point I'm like, oh, can we, can we keep doing this? Yet here we are. You know, uh, I think I got to say, it's really, really awesome where we're trending on good pods. It's really crazy. It really is. I, I mean, mean, I'm like stoked. I'm not going to lie. Um, Those rankings and all that, it helps keep me motivated to keep my ass moving with this thing. <laughs> I know it does. No <laughs> lie. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, who who wants to like continue if no one's listening oh i know well yeah i don't know what the fuck else i thought we were i don't know never mind and we're at on their regular you know for anyone that doesn't know that's listening listeners um good pods ranks in two separate categories indie and non-indie obviously non-indie is they are the podcasters that are backed by media companies, iHeartRadio, Spotify, NBC. They have mon- they have you know thousands of dollars behind them and advertising and all that good stuff, which is pretty much what's taking up the charts on Apple and Spotify. Um, so on Good Pods, they focus on indie podcasts, which is it's about time from what I hear that someone does it, and on the on the on their top 100 charts this is all of their podcasts and they have all of them the same ones that you get on apple and spotify Mm. they have everything we are at number 69. (laughs) i know right i was like oh that's that's appropriate right come on and then on their top 100 for indie podcasts we're at 57 which is awesome. Now, if you break it down by individual categories for all of their comedy podcasts, Mm -hmm. we're at 28, number 28. And then for just the indie podcasts uh, for all of comedy, we're at 25. Um, For in the category of comedy interviews, we are at number seven. And yeah, and for indie only comedy interviews, we are at number six. We're trending at number eleven on for the All of Society and Culture podcasts. We're up five spots from last mm-hmm. week. And indie only, we're at number ten. And then the last one is personal journals. And for both indie and non-indie, we're at number three. This is so crazy and exciting. It is exciting. So thank you to everybody that is listening to us and giving us five stars and for all of the support. We greatly appreciate it. And you have just extended my will to live another week. You know, (laughs) I've been in a bit of a funk myself. So I'm just like, hey, I got to keep doing it for the people. Like it's a public service. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. You know, I mean, it gives me something to live for at this point. Oh so my God, that sounds so dark. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it gives me something to do other than sit on the couch and stare at the TV. Oh, that's what I do. Well, I don't know. I just, but when I do that, I get in my head and I get depressed and I cry. I play and, games on my phone and check out. Well, I do that too, but I'm still yeah. not going to do it. So anyway, thank you to everybody. So Carrie, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, it was really good. It was drama free. Woo woo. Um, food was delicious. Yeah, where's my hash brown casserole that I've been promised for? All, I mean, you said it was going to be on Thanksgiving, and now it's supposed to be today. I I don't have hash brown casserole. They had been at, they had been at William's mom's house, so I'm just messing with you. No, but text her for real, unless you want seriously. Me to- no, um, seriously, I have eaten so much stuffing in the past three days. I have to Girl. throw it away. I'm going to have to like throw it away and put dish soap on it. I feel like 
my body is just blown up with sodium. I feel like I look hung over from the excessive sodium intake over the last few days. Oh my God. Yes. I'm so serious. Like, I feel like I like have a food hangover or something. Literally, like it's my stuffing, stuffing is my weakness. And Harry, I called Harry for his recipe, well, which is, which is Diane's recipe, but I've never made it. And of course he told me to make enough for like 10 armies. So I had like 50 pounds of stuffing, literally. Oh my God. I pulled a muscle, I think in my back, just trying to lift it out of the car. <laughs> my neck, my back. I got stuffing in my crack. <laughs> Then of course Gwen made me take, not Gwen. Quinn made me take um, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow from the Goop. Yeah, that's on my mind because we were talking about it today. No, Quinn made me take half of it home. I was trying to leave it there, and I've been hey, just two thousand people that live there. Not really, but I mean, there's like kid, teenagers and. Oh, I left her three bags of it, three giant Ziploc bags full of it, and took three home. I'd have to just fucking annihilate it with rat poison and throw it away literally I mean, forget seriously. about it no yeah. joke for real for real but how how was yours did wyatt enjoy his turkey breast or your breast whatever he enjoyed his turkey breast um you know it was a little this thanksgiving's a little sad for me because harry and megan moved Right. To another state far, far away. Well, actually, it's not that far. I mean, it's only like 12 hours. They're not in Switzerland. I know. I know. I just, you know, normally he hosts Thanksgiving. Yeah. And last year he didn't because of COVID. We didn't get together. But, um, you know, it's just that's usually our holiday together. And it's, a you know, that's like our thing. That's why it was always my favorite holiday. And um, so I've just been a little sad all week. So, but I forced myself out of the house to go to Quinn's, not Gwyneth's. And good. That's about it. I haven't left the house since I got home. So, yeah, my narcolepsy's just been raging lately. But then one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, dad always does around the holidays. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, because it's been rough. I'm like, mm. but, anyways. So, that's all. Uh what can you do? We're victims this week, just like we were last week. We're <laughs> overfed too much sodium cookies, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> All right. So first, I got to tell you what I did. So okay. Jenny and I are going to be talking about um, sex, love, and goop or whatever the fuck that show is called on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Okay. Check it. So I know I had like seen it advertised whatever before, but they also have another goop. They do? On Netflix. Yes. That's what I watched on Netflix. Goop Lab, which is different. And it's about oh. like the first episode with yes. psychedelics. <laughs> and I'm like, this is it. I'm like, are these people gonna bang on psychedelics? <laughs> like what's happening? And so I'm like writing some stuff down and I thought, man, all these people from Goop went like this is <laughs> and that's what I like texted Jenny and then I was like, oh my God, there has to be another one. And so finally I find it and she's asking me, I was like, dude, I'm going to tell it on the show. Like it's so ridiculous <laughs> and so me, but before, you know, I think it was like 15 minutes in or something. Hey, I was trying to be patient, y'all. So <laughs> I did learn that the FDA has approved psychedelics for clinical trials. Hmm. Very interesting for dealing with anxiety, trauma. Well, you know, what was Masha microdosing everybody? I mean, seriously. I know. There, there, I've heard there's something to it, mm -hmm. you know? I've never done one, so I don't know. It's been a very long time for me. <laughs> a lot has happened in all those years. I can't even tell you the last time I did any. I don't think it'd probably be a good idea that I did at this point. And what's in my mind, I'd probably like end up in the corner 
No. Well, not if it's like what they were showing where it's like very controlled. You're around people that, um, oh, they're called psychedelic elders. Okay. You know, so it's, it's very guided and not, it's kind of like the nine perfect strangers. It's supposed to be a good experience, not you shouldn't be chasing spider monkeys as well. <laughs> hey, I'd be down to try it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can do it as an experiment. Yeah. Or do, do we find one of these psychedelic? Clients? I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. All right. Yeah, they did go to Jamaica. I'm down for it. Me too. Can you pause? Can we pause for a second so I can grab a cup of coffee? Yeah. Two seconds. That's not two seconds. Sorry. You That's got, okay. You don't let her happen again. You got narcolepsy issues, and I'm throwing back coffee like it's water. I know. I'm so drinking. I would totally be down to go to that to one of those psychedelic places and try it. Oh, me too, for sure. I mean, I'm really down for it, a thousand percent. Because I mean, I think it's like to just, you know, meant to process things, bring cer- certain things to the forefront that are like in your brain, but you can't like release it or what, not necessarily trauma-based, but like one person was doing it to really, she felt stifled in her creativity. Mm. And so for her, it was to like bring her walls down to just kind of embrace more her authentic self. Well, from what I understand that once you, experience those things and once you do that treatment like those walls stay down as well like yeah it so that's something right there i know walls down i wouldn't have to go to 669 slaw meetings (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah you know me for a shortcut are you even going to the slaw meetings i haven't even been to one I have commitment issues. I'll yeah. work on it this week. I say that every week, but, and I know I need to, but I will tell you this. I feel like I've been much more conscious about it. Mm-hmm. So like kind of recognizing some things I'm like, oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. But I'm not a professional, so I probably should just join. I've noticed it in other people. I'll tell you that. I will. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I've noticed some things on myself as well, but, you know, I'm just a box of issues that you just know where to start. You know, sometimes I feel like it's almost like either one of those fucking handkerchief dumb things a clown has where it never ends. He just keeps pulling them <laughs> out of his fucking costume or whatever. Or one of the clown cars where like 600 people get out of a fucking Barbie big wheel. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like when's this gonna stop? This love, this learning and growing and evolving and being emotionally intelligent. Right? Yeah, I, I'll probably be finally fixed, and then it'll be like too late. I'll be dead. You know, it'll be time for me to go. Or on time and- for Wyatt to die, and then you're ready. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting Wyatt. <laughs> 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 well, so then when I started this episode, um, I about died when the lady's like, "Some people come to me because they want to learn how to squirt." <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Did we say what were, what we, what were, did we actually say the name of the show we're watching? It's Sex, Love, Sex, Love, and Goop. I thought I did. I wrote it down. I don't remember if we did or not. So I just wanted to cover it. Yeah. So yeah. in Sex, Love, and Goop on Netflix. Am I saying this whole thing again? What are we doing? Or just keep going. Do just you, are going. you a squirter? That's what I want to know. Me? Yeah. I don't think so. What do you mean you don't think so? You know if you are. And then obviously I'm not. All right. I mean. <laughs> I'm like, no one's ever told me, me anything. Me. But no, no. So no. No. Okay. Then no. Then no. <laughs> yeah. 
No one's ever mentioned it. So, and I wrote, I can do that. LOL. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> but I thought it was very interesting. Like, instead of it being like a sex surrogate type person that it's a practitioner. So mm -hmm. she's, I, there could be a guy one. I haven't seen one yet, but like where she's trying to get them to connect in ways for it to happen just organically. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting too, that couple Damon and Erica who've been together for like six years. Pause. I am convinced that Erica is the girl in Nine Perfect Strangers who at the end you find out with the anger issues and that Oh my God. I never thought about that. I was, gonna, I was gonna text you in the middle of it, but then I was like, oh, I'll save it for the podcast. But would you go back through and watch it again? Like mm -hmm. next episode? Well, look for it. And I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, you're fighting about sex, which I've done. Mm -hmm. Me too. But I mean, also for different reasons, I think like, I'm just sitting there thinking six years and you guys have never just like discussed it. Right. But some people don't. And I've had this. Then I don't want to be in a long-term relationship with someone I don't. Yeah. Some people you know are just what not I, comfortable. Like, huh? Some people aren't just not comfortable talking about it. Well, you know, I mean, there's been it's, times. I'm going from you. Maybe you're not comfortable talking about it. Well, you know, and I've, I've had this conversation with Quinn mm -hmm. and she's been like, well, why don't you discuss this with him? And cause you know, I talked to her about a lot of stuff. Sure. And I'm like, well, I don't know. The last time anything, like I talked to him, I kind of yelled at him and now he's afraid because of, you know, his issues, you know, he takes a lot of blood pressure medicine and that affects everything. Well, it does, um, but like, there's tons but, of other stuff you can do. But it doesn't affect it when it's in my mouth. So convenient. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like everything but. And it, it, that gets frustrating, very frustrating after a while because if I wanted everything but, I'd be a lesbian. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, right. You know, well, that and the fact that girls don't, not really attracted to girls, but you know what I'm saying. I know, but, but I know what yeah. you're saying. Like, it's, um, I mean, I was in the same situation with Patrick at times. Right. That's I'm just like, really, bro? Really? Yeah. And, and, you know, so, you know, Wyatt and I don't really like, we skirt around it, but is there ever a serious conversation about it? Well, yeah, there has, but it takes like, it took a lot for me to bring it up because we'll both walk around for. 10 years and be polite and just avoid the whole thing. Yelp and oh, I'm sorry. But, um, but I think, you know, that's part of is I don't want to hurt his feelings and he doesn't know how to, I, I think he doesn't know what to do about it. Maybe um, you have to tell him like, yeah, if this part is this, then this is what I need. Right. And I think that's part of the reason why it's been so long is I think we're both afraid at this point he's afraid of upsetting me and disappointing me. And I'm just afraid of the whole thing. <laughs> so, so I think that's, but yeah, no. So like, but on the other hand, Quinn, she, like she talks to her partner, you know, her, her boyfriend about everything, like everything is just out in the open. And that I admire that, like you, that you can have that conversation with your partner, that you guys are that close that you just, you know, you can just say it and be done. Yeah. And yeah. So. Kevin or Patrick just never listened. Even like when we were at the therapist's office, discussing, <laughs> did not listen. It was like, but he just, to him, it was all about him. And I'm like, Ugh. see, oh, well, he's dead. Let's move on. See, why it wouldn't talk at the therapist. And then when we leave, he'd get upset that I said everything and be like, why'd you say all those horrible things about me? And I'm like, they're not horrible. They're all facts. Yeah. I'm not here to divorce you. I'm here to work this out. So I feel more connected. Dude. Right. So it just, yeah, that didn't work either. So yeah. 
So anyway, moving on. But it was interesting, like, she needs, it sounded to me like she needs a lot more, like, stimulation, foreplay, attention, whatever. Yeah. He's just like, he's ready to just chub it up and pump a dump. Yes, and get it over with. Like, right? Like, 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 well, it takes forever. I'm like, dude. I was like, damn, dude, selfish much? That would have been something I worked out before the ring went on. Well, it's, I mean, look, I had my issues in my situation, but that was because I got like some fucking rope a dope shit happened to me. <laughs> I got <laughs> bait and switch. I got fucking punked because <laughs> we're not as presented. <laughs> you know what I, I found interesting that Gwyneth Paltrow said? What? And I think it was in between them and um, Rama and Felicita, Felicitas. She said that a therapist once told her that your intimate relationship is a meditation in everything that is wrong with you. But I don't know what, I remember her saying that now, but like, I don't mean to sound dumb, but I don't know exactly what that means. In your life. <laughs> Let me Google it. To be completely transparent here, I really like, does it mean if you're not like connecting in the bedroom, it's a reflective of other shit? Like, what does that mean? Tell us Google. Tell us what it means. It says here on the show, she mentioned after saying that we're all, we're all human beings. We all have problems. We all have unresolved stuff. You got to stay curious, especially when there are friction points in your life. And if things aren't feeling exactly, exactly as they, as they should, which part, which is part of the process of being human. So I guess that means if you don't resolve the problems in the bedroom, you don't resolve anything in your life. I, well, I could say personally, that could be true. Yeah. Because at some point, it just, it, you just are like, why am I even here? I, I can kind of relate to that because, you know, like in my life, I let things go and they build up. So it's along the same type of line yeah it is it's a slow burn and if things don't get right intimately they're not gonna get right everywhere else it's all connected yeah it is it is it's all connected and i'm just interested to see how it goes with erica and damon through this process Mm -hmm. i think she scares him a little with the king Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's not even like being nuts. I didn't think so. It's not like she, not she at busted all. out in a BD. With the- well, except I will say this. You can keep that fucking Wolverine claw. <laughs> that was creepy as shit. All I thought was, my God, you get some bitch like Gone Girl, guy or girl, you're hanging out. All of a sudden they're slitting your throat uh-huh. with the fucking hand no see Thank all you. that feathers and shit doesn't do anything wouldn't do anything for me what does all those feathers and shit somebody draping feathers over my back or ass or whatever it is is not going to turn me on so you've had that done multiple times with a blindfold with someone you wanted to be with to make that determination no but i just know myself like what's the point have you but you haven't done it. It's a sensual thing. I guess. You, it's kind of like where she said the chick, like her body was reacting in all these different ways. Mm. But you don't know. You can sit there and say, oh, I know myself. But I mean, it's not like I can try it on you. It's not the same. <laughs> no. Hey, Jamie girl, <laughs> let me you know, blindfold you, tie your legs back give you a feather (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna react that way either (laughs) right super common does that shit you're gonna be a squirter in 0.5 seconds (laughs) 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 
point taken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and like she looked excited about the nipple clamps. He looked like Terrifying. there was some sort of fucking python looking back at him. Right? Like seriously. I mean, really did. Like I don't know. I just thought, well, dude, just go with it a little bit. She's not being like she didn't put a ball gag in your mouth with one of those zipper masks. I'm not into those zipper mask things. That's too claustrophobic. No, crazy. I had someone want to put me, want me in one of those ones, and I was like, oh, hell no. It's like, I. it's just too much like that whole gimp thing in Pulp Fiction for me. It's a big movie. The person uh, we're talking about also wore, wanted to wear pantyhose, so... Oh, I know. I think I have some old messages about that. <laughs> you do. You do. I'm serious. I was just like, I don't know, something about me, right? I but the, I would think the the nipple clamps kind of intrigued me. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm gonna like have fifty pairs of them, but I do think there's like different pressures and different. T- you know what I'm saying? So like, I think it's that certain clamps it's not that it's necessary it's more for like sensual things not necessarily to cause pain right like i don't want if they're like the jaws of life and they're gonna you know you're gonna need to go to the hospital after and get them stitched back on no thank you but yeah but those are very different you know and there's different pressures and things like that so i don't think they you know have to all be nuts but he looked he, I felt like he was a little intimidated. He was. I think he thought he was big dick on campus until she spilled the beans. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, damn, I thought I had it going on, but now I'm fixing to get school. Yeah, because he was sitting there all confident, like, uh-huh, yeah, this ain't me, this is not. And then all of a sudden yeah, he was like, he's big dick Jones, ready to give oh, it. Oh, yeah. He was like, say what? Mm-hmm. Now I have a question for you, since you so were so kind to ask me the squirting question. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, this is honestly unfiltered. Which, by the way, my sister gets the biggest kick out of this shit that I am like totally like <laughs> busting out with. I'm, and and Ashton the other day, like he was looking at the podcast and he looked. He goes the oral exam. I'm like, don't listen to that one. <laughs> God, right? My kid's an adult. And I'm like, yeah, don't really listen. <laughs> you don't want to hear your mother talk about these things. Now, I didn't breastfeed Ashton, but you breastfed Kate, right? No. Okay, so. What does that have to do with anything right I'm now? I'm circling back to the nipple clamps. Oh, okay. <laughs> like My bad. Like, are your nipples extremely sensitive as far as? Because um, I've. Because I could, you know, there have been times where I've been with Wyatt and I could practically have an orgasm with him just touching them. Yeah, I mean, they can be. It definitely, if it's like my phantom period, that's next level shit because my boots get bigger as normal. And, anyways, and I'm not saying but... by touching yourself, like for me, somebody else do it. I see you over there feeling yourself up. I know, but you know how like you're like, wow, are they super sensitive? But I think I could try a nipple clamp. Yeah, okay. That's all I want to know. Yeah. All right. Kate, I'm sorry I had to ask that question. I know you're pregnant and I don't want to traumatize you, but I'm sorry. Probably not even listening. She's probably like, fuck, fuck this <laughs> shit. I don't want my kids to hear about this, but she's in my belly. Um, what did you know, that Rama guy? You know <laughs> he I'm telling you. I got a lot of notes about I'm, them. Let me tell you, because when hold on because i did write something about him what is it about when he was asked to describe um uh yeah yeah and when she said she didn't feel very seen here's what i wrote no shit since apparently she's great for having morals and meal planning (laughs) this is why a vagina dies every six minutes in the united states (laughs) 
screw. You want to kill a vagina? There you go, buddy. What not to do? No kidding. And he and he had to reach for those. Like you could see, he was on the spot and really reaching. I was like, and he's so stiff. And I'm not talking about his dick, listeners. <laughs> he just his body just says, "I'm uncomfortable." Yeah, like. I just smile because I'm nervous. <laughs> Great meals for our family. Yes, he was a bastard, and I think he did too. So get your shit together. Fucking, I don't even. I think she's a little bit cold. She can be. However, she mentioned she did not want another child to take care of. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like he's put her in that role. Yes. And that's why she was just like, whoa, wait a minute. I mean, because she's pretty strong with her voice. But when you think about that lady picked up on that. Mm -hmm. When he gets all weak and whiny, mm -hmm. she shuts the fuck down. Oh, yeah, totally shuts down and the shit he was saying to her i just i was just like oh my god well it, it it seemed to me like he the way he said everything we do is in service to the children and this and that like he was resenting the fact that he had to take care of them or that it was you know, their marriage was suffering because they had their lives wrapped around this one kid and it was so much like, dude, you have one child. They only have one. No, they have they two. Have two? Regardless, they have like, two. One's 11 and one's like six okay. or five or something. But regardless, it's not like you're, you got 10 kids running around. I mean, and, and at that age, they're pretty self-sufficient. Well, and then he was like, oh, my name means I'm king. Ho, 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 beat my chest. Whatever. And it's like, it really just looks like for her, she wants him to keep his balls on 24-7. Yeah. Because him being a whiny little bitch, like a third kid is exhausting mm -hmm. and her vagina is dying as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it feels like that she has to do everything for him. Yeah, but give her props. That bitch bounced. Yeah. They separate now. They're fighting their way back, but oh, they did. They, I didn't catch that. They're separated. They were. Okay. Yeah. She said, okay. "I'm." She was just tired of not feeling seen, like she mentioned, right? And feeling like she had a third child. So they separated for a while, and that's part of the reason why they're here, is because she wants to be heard. I can relate to that. And he said that he had just been living with blinders on. Mm -hmm. Like he, like when she approached him about leaving, he said he was totally blindsided. He just thought everything was going along just fine. And she's like, fuck, bro, I'm miserable as mm -hmm. shit. Which I think happens so much, you know, where they're just like, well, I don't beat her. I don't <laughs> verbally abuse her. I can't be that bad. <laughs> Bitch, yes, I can. Now, uh, what I will give props to Wyatt for is he knows when I'm miserable, and it's it's usually not about him. He always thinks it is, but he picks up on it right away. Even if I'm yeah. not obvious about it, he always picks up that I'm off. That something. And then he comes over and like slaps you in the face with his dick. No, he's like, "Come here, Jenny." No, he tries to feed me food and bring. Like there'll be cannolis in the refrigerator or cake of some sort, chocolate ganache or whatever. Like that's his love language is he tries to bring me sweets to sweets for your sweet. No, like tries to like, that's his way of cheering me up. He doesn't like, cause he doesn't know what else to do. Probably. Tell him to slap you in the <laughs> face. Heck. <laughs> <laughs> I need a cop a lot. Uh, cop a lot. Whatever. <laughs> name i would love to have my body mapped like that though yeah that would be interesting that's awesome mm -hmm. yeah that really is somebody wants to hang out like that you just hand them a fucking manual 
here's my body map. Here's what I like. Here's what I don't. Make it happen. <laughs> no kidding. That would be so much easier. Like, that should be a requirement. Video, fucking throw that bitch up on the smart TV. Right? Here is how to play. <laughs> Please, your master. The master is me. That should totally be, like, something you go through when you become... And not even an adult, like even in your mid twenties or when you hit 30 or, or before you get yeah. married or and start dating, like, here you go. Seriously. Seriously. It would take a lot. I mean, I, I don't know if it would take the fun out of it, but at least then, you know, I mean, at least, yeah, exactly. And I think it would just help people a lot. Like we need to find out about these practitioners mm -hmm. and about getting our body map. Yeah. It's like having the because cliff notes. Yeah, I mean, I just, I would, it's something I'd love to have done. Yeah. And even gift to somebody that, like, would appreciate it. Some people are just like, oh, I'll stay with nothing forever. Mm, I'd appreciate it. So you can get that for me for Christmas if you'd like. Yeah, I'm just curious. I bet it's pricey as Oh, fun, I'm though. sure it is. It's, I'm sure any of this is probably thousands of dollars. I don't know. Hey, maybe that could be my new job. I could just fucking body map bitches. Hey, hey you like this? You want me to spank you a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And that bitch when he was spanking her? Which one? And the chick, Jaja, whatever her name is. Um, that, uh, what she fucked? The older couple? Eric and. Oh, Erica, yeah. Uh, Erica and Damon. Yeah. So, like, after the spanking thing, um, she loved it. Mm -hmm. He said it felt like work. A shake weight. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. I was like, I was like, honey, you showing them colors, baby. You are showing your true colors. Self. If he thinks that getting his wife off is work now, she should just pack her bags because in 10 years, he's not even going to give a shit. No. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. Because when they stop giving a shit about it, believe me, eventually the woman will bounce, mm -hmm. whether you she will or not. Yeah. There comes a point. She, she will be so fucking done with you. You could give her the best sex of her life after that, and she'd be like, you know what? I'd rather fuck myself. You're dead to me. Advice for people everywhere. <laughs> especially if you don't have children. Oh, yeah. Especially if you don't have kids. Like, come on. I mean, I've known two people now. You're one of them that have basically left their marriage because the husband was not interested in having sex. No. And I'm just like, I'm too young for this. Like, and I'm not saying like, it's everything, but yeah, because, and I'm not saying like you no, but if you're a very sexual person mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that person is so self-absorbed in their own needs and just want you to kind of like deal with it, you try counseling, you try this, you're like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, seriously, this means the person doesn't give a shit. Well, because, what, so I could have spent a whole bunch of extra years? No, thanks. Well, and I know in this one person situation, what I think the icing on the cake for her was, she caught him jerking off on the computer, and she was like, I've been begging you for it. And this is why, you know, I yeah. came home unexpectedly in the middle of the afternoon. So, yeah, yes. that would piss me, me off. Too. And that scenario, yes, fine. Yes. If we're banging it out mm -hmm. and everyone's happy. You go fucking do rub a cock whenever you feel like it. No fucks given here. Right, exactly. But if shit ain't right where it needs to be in the bedroom, and then I catch that shit, I'd be like, really, dude? Mm -hmm. Really? When you have somebody who is begging you to fuck, mm -hmm. no. It just makes you feel like they don't want you. It just, I, I don't even know. Or, or they're being lazy or they don't care. They're just taking care of their own needs. I think, I think it can be a combination of things. I think, like, I know Patrick had gained some weight. He... You know, there was lots of different things going on, 
But also, it wasn't like he was fucking trying to fix shit. It's not like he was trying to eat better and get moving and whatever. It was just like, hey, well, this just happened. You're my wife. Okay. Um, what about me? Did you not understand when we got married? Like, but we, anyways, I could talk about that all day long. Well, no, and, and, and that's, that's, it's ironic because I, you, they don't get to it in this episode, because I know I'm a couple episodes ahead of you. In the next, next episode, they bring on uh, an older, a senior citizen couple mm -hmm. that are, like, I should say they're in their 60s or 70s, which I'm like almost 50. So, um, <laughs> like right there, but the, they're, they're, um, they're not married. They're in, in a relationship together. I think mm -hmm. it's a second, like both their spouses have passed away. But he was up front with her and like, I have to have sex every day twi or twice a day. I'm very sexual. I'm, I may be 70, but I'm a sexual man. Oh and this is how God. it is. And it's important that to me. That a lot of... Like he wants it when he gets up and he wants it when he goes to bed. Shut up. <laughs> oh my God. There's, <laughs> I've never been so happy in my life. There is hope in the world again. Yes, there is. You have restored my faith in humanity. <laughs> Well, the old guy's hard cock, man. Making every girl's day. <laughs> Dreams do come true. Maybe he should be called a fucking unicorn. Maybe. I don't know. I think that's awesome, though. But see, that's the whole thing. And sometimes it's like, I think couples can work through those things. Like, if it's an impotency issue, whatever. But the guy just gets so hyper-focused on their feelings, mm -hmm. how they feel. And it's like, uh, you're not the only one here. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it did crack me up, though. I think I might have said that, though, how much she loved that. I, I did about that. She loved that Wolverine thing. Well, she, she loved that a lot. Yeah. Like a lot now, I will say those chains look very interesting. <laughs> the waterfall. Yeah. I was like, hey. Yeah, she was and I noticed she was um the therapist was very clear that these are for the outside. Yeah. Yeah. No, they look super cool though. They do. And you know, I I I mean I, I don't think I think props in the bedroom is probably a good thing. They scare a lot of people, but. But I think that's just it. Like it scares people when it doesn't have to scare people. Like, no. It it's... doesn't have to be scary or, mm -mm. you know, like over the top stuff. It's just so taboo. That's what it is. And people can't get past that. Like, why won't they walk into, like we were talking about earlier, why don't, why are people embarrassed to walk into a sex store? Yeah, right? I talk to people. I'm like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask people. I'll be like, hey, do you get any feedback on this? Yeah. And sometimes they're like, ugh, that brand? No. Come over here. Yeah. They will. They'll be like, no, that kind gets returned, X, Y, Z, it's this, that, or the other. Yeah, dude. Ask people that fucking know. You can return a sex toy? No. Well, I mean, if it's like, well, like Adam and Eve, if it's defective, they don't ask for the return. They'll send you a replacement. Hmm. But come on, it's a sex toy. People try to do weird shit. Plus, if it's defective, though, you, well, I don't know if they accept it. Right. But you would have to prove it, you know, like if it's new within so many days and it died. Right. I mean, I've had that happen. <laughs> you just killed it. I don't know. Yeah. I graduated to ones with like a USB charger. Yeah. It's, just easy. it's always charged and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little, I was shocked. Yeah, I was um, on Thanksgiving. Um, Quinn and I, we ran up to CVS to grab a bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. And I had 
texted her about this before because I've seen it there, but this was like right in the front counter, like where have they have all the in, in impulse items? Like there's an like a like an aisle of them before the register. Yeah, and she pulls it out and she's like, and she shows it to me and she starts laughing. It's a a travel size bullet. So nice. And and I've been back there like when before I went to California earlier this year. I was mm -hmm. back in the travel, you know, getting my travel size stuff to take. And they have, and they have, they have travel. No, they have travel size vibrators. I think it's amazing. It is. It really is. It, it's like wow. Like you know. Well, you know when cock rings first started becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. I, me, and some other ladies at work. Well, one, like her husband was a pastor, but she found it at Walmart. And so she was telling us about how she found this cock ring at Walmart and it works so good. I, you know, I've seen that there's one made, there used to be one made by Trojans. Yeah. And it had like a vibrator-ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it came in like, the, I don't know if it can't, condoms came with it. I don't think so. But yeah, it used to be white Walgreens. No, it's usually sold separately. <laughs> It's a separate, it's a, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a separate, um, I don't even know what I'm saying. Fucking cock rings are not attached to condoms. They're two separate yeah. situations. Yes, they are. Whatever I'm trying to say. They're yeah. not connected. It's not like a pair of fucking leggings. We just <laughs> put on like a one-stop shop. <laughs> Oh, let me just slide on my super condom that automatically has a cock ring ready for you to cock. That would be kind of cool, though, on the girl aspect of it. For kind of that really would be. Someone invent that. I was, like, doing research the other day, and I stumbled upon something, and it's their sex toys for men, and it's a vibrator for a man. Really? And they put their junk inside this tube and yeah. it like it does it and it like is like it sucks them i off. guess the guy's eyes were rolling back in his head so it must do something and it's remote controlled but i do think they have those for guys like for chicks which i should order one and try it where it's like one of, and then give you guys an update of course i'm here for you anyways um where it's supposed to feel like you're receiving oral sex Right. There's some sex toy. It's supposed to be some whatever God's gift. For a woman or for me? For a yeah, woman. Was... But I oh, really? do know they have certain things for men that like mm -hmm. will simulate the inside of a woman's mouth. Interesting. Minus the teeth, I'm sure. I would hope so. Well, some are into that. Ugh, I do not use my teeth. I don't either. I don't either. Ugh. And don't you dare touch the back of my fucking head. <laughs> you want to pull my know. hair? You're, you're playing yeah. around with my hair? Fine. But don't press my head down like I don't know what the job at hand is. Right. I will fucking <laughs> end you, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> I just never understood that. Like, I've literally stopped and been like, are you fucking kidding me? Don't touch my fucking head like that. Yeah, yeah. You can suck your own dick. My um, my sister did comment that after last week's episode on, you know, oral, she was waiting for us to give our tricks and tips. She's like, you, you um, know, she's like, you told what you were learned, what 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 Diane told you. She said, but you didn't give that information. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm interested. Listen, y'all, I've never even heard what Diane told her. <laughs> what's that tell you right you brought it up spill it jenny it's not even that big a deal it's, well you brought it up so now you gotta spill it yeah okay so it's more like when your mouth is like on the tip yeah you do like a sweeping motion with your tongue oh it's fucking magical Yes, that's that's all it oh, is. Oh, okay, cool. We do the same shit. I <laughs> because it's all about that and yeah. like stroking and then doing yeah. the thing with the tongue and then like simultaneously like taking your hands and kind of touching his balls. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like it's a thing. But I'm telling you, yeah. that's fucking dummy proof, man. I've been yeah, married twice. Really a woman does not get married twice. 
if her skills are not on point. That's all. True. I know they're dead. We've been through this. <laughs> I didn't suck them to death. <laughs> that is so funny because it is. It's all about the tongue. Mm-hmm. All about the tongue. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as could be. Like, it's not even. And so sometimes I get curious when some people will like, but I guess I, I don't really like ask my friends, hey, what's your blowjob method? Yeah, it's never been anything that I can't, not, at least not sober, I don't, that I would remember. I mean, no. I have talked about it, but with my girlfriends, but not. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. That is so funny because I just sit here and I'm like, y'all want some good head? <laughs> Get with a bitch from the 70s. Because <laughs> we know what's up. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. That is funny. Oh my God. I'm thrilled. We should make a video <laughs> about that. A video? Yeah, put it on Instagram. <laughs> well, they might knock us off Instagram, but we could totally do a YouTube tutorial. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should. Do you think we should, listeners? Huh? Yeah. Do you if you guys think we should do a tutorial, let us know. <laughs> oh my God. That is so funny. But I'm just mm -hmm. thinking not everyone does that. I guess not. I don't think they do. I don't know. Well, maybe you, you really have to like pay attention to what's going on. Like there's a whole like, yeah. And I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I guess I would be able to figure it out eventually, but I, I don't know what I've known. If I no don't one told know. Me. Because um, I mean, like, you know, like when the one lady said he takes too long to come or something. Yeah, that just means you're just not doing your job correctly. Well, because, yeah, I never had to wait very long. Me either. Mm. There's a reason you have a technique down, people. <laughs> <laughs> and not getting TMJ is one of them. And look, I like it. That's not it. But sometimes, too, I'm like not, you know, I'm just like, can we move this along so I can get fucked? That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you word it just that way. Depends on the day. <laughs> you know, I'm not into this sugarcoating bullshit. I'm just not. It's too, it takes too much work. It's too much of an effort. I mean, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm just what I want when I want it. I know, and I know. But if it's someone new, you might want to sugarcoat it a little bit till they get to used to you. Well, yeah. If it's someone that like <laughs> doesn't know me at all. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Well, you know, even if you know someone very well, if you're friends with a guy and then all of a sudden you start banging them, I mean, I think there's like a, a like a learning curve. You, he might take it a little more, be a little more sensitive if you like try to critique him off the bat or I mean, if you're not blunt about oh, it. Oh, wow. No, not like that. No. Yeah, or like move it along, buddy. <laughs> move this along. I'm not a critiquer. No, I'm not. Neither am I. I'm not because it's rude. Yeah, hundred percent. I wouldn't want to me. Yeah, like because it's not saying you know every time I'm gonna do things right. I might do something that person's like, I thought you knew what the fuck was up, and that wasn't it. <laughs> I mean, really, right? Yeah. So like, <clears throat> I think it's more of. Hey, would you be open to trying X, Y, Z or whatever, or really initiating a conversation? What turns you on the most? Right. I agree. You know, because really you're just trying to get the most pleasure out of it for both of you. It's not, it's not to be critical. It's to be like a release. If you're like, yeah, you know, whatever, yeah. hanging a friend, right? you know what I mean? Like it's, it's supposed to be pleasurable without all the extra bullshit that's all the stress and the critique and then feeling self-conscious and yeah yeah and oh are they gonna text me yeah they better text me they're coming over no pun intended we don't have to we don't have to cuddle after nope out the door <laughs> people are gonna be like this girl if you want to go eat him down for that but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a cuddler either. I don't mind cuddling. It's just, I think, I don't know. 
I just, if it's somebody I'm just hooking up with, it, cuddling could get dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you know, you gotta get up. You gotta, you, you got, yeah. I mean, I, I'm laying there like, okay, I gotta get up and pee or I'm gonna get a UTI. And <laughs> then after you get up and pee and come back, it's kind of the moment's over, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. But maybe that's part of my problem and my whole barometer for my bedroom thing is but sometimes you get up you go pee and you do it again true back in the good old days yeah god i miss those yeah good god yeah and i did decide a blindfold is a gift from the gods have you ever won okay here's a question because you will see a difference have you ever masturbated with a blindfold on I've never been blindfolded with or by myself or with a partner. Blindfold yourself and masturbate with your toy or whatever. Game changer. Really? <laughs> yeah. And do you ever <laughs> listen to like um, that like erotic audio stuff podcast? No, I never have. Where like they tell sexy erotic stories. Man, blindfold yourself, <laughs> get a good vibrator. <laughs> Put that motherfucking podcast on. Boom. I'm like, damn. I'll let you know next week how that turns out. <laughs> Please do. I'm quite curious. <laughs> I'm telling you, it can be a game changer. Like, you're like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> I showed up to the party. That's what happened. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> I was just curious. It works well. Oh, shit. I might have to try that before I edit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the episode didn't go on until Tuesday because I was in my bedroom with a blindfold on for 24 hours. Yeah, it is. It's mad intense. Like, I'm just always like, oh my God, I'm shaking just thinking. <laughs> Girl. Oh, um, and I think you mentioned this though, too, but they were saying that couples that explore together stay together. Mm -hmm. I can see that. And that doesn't necessarily mean kink. I think that's where people get it kind of mixed up. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't mean that you're bringing somebody into the bedroom or it's got to be right. 55 new toys. That's not what they mean at all. I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be dangerous. No. And it doesn't have to be scary. Mm -hmm. it, it literally doesn't. And I think that's where a lot of misconceptions come in is people get scared, both men and female and female. Yeah. Because they don't know what to expect. Yeah. Like it just should be in a safe space. Like you, I don't know. Yeah. I agree. I mean, unless you're in someone's sex dungeon, like you shouldn't be worried. <laughs> True. <laughs> They have those dungeons at some of those like um, sex stores too. They're interesting. What goes on in them? Nothing, but like they'll have the contraptions all set up and stuff. That's interesting. It's always interesting to look. Well, yeah, it is interesting. It, it is. I always feel like if when I'm in there, like I'm I'm not supposed to look. Like I'm. It's like uh, you know. see shame. And there is no shame in it. Ooh. And if somebody doesn't like it in there, they shouldn't be in that store. I agree with you there. I mean, really? Yeah. Because I don't know. You know, we're gonna have to take a field trip to the sex store in Tampa, so we don't run into. We do. Anybody. We need to record it, and then people can hear me talk to the people at. I'll have the to sex get the stores. attachment to put the microphone on my phone, and we can do that. Yeah, it's, how do we do that? Oh, yeah, we'll talk easy. about that offline. But seriously, because, I mean, those people are full of fucking mm -hmm. information. They are. They, they really, really are. are. They know this is worth it. Like, I need to pick up some honey dust anyways. That shit's like gold. Uh, yes, I've heard it's that. It's like that feather dust thing. That's been in your trick bag for years. It is amazing. And I used to use it like, I used it all the time, like just because especially, you know, Florida, you sweat, all that. So it just keeps 
everything fresh and your skin tastes delicious and it's shimmery. I know. I'm like a, you know, a glistening honey <laughs> duster. I do need more of that. So we'll, we'll book our field trip to the sex store. Maybe that'll be next week's episode. Maybe. Oh, I did like, though, when the lady had him, like, she was directing her, like, he was a photographer. Like, to move her hand here, lift it. I thought that was kind of cool. That might feel a little weird, but... They're going to get into some shit in the next two episodes. Oh, for reals? Well, I guess this brings us to the end of the episode. So, since we're over an hour... Um... Stay tuned, folks. We're going to take a field trip to the sex store. We have a couple more episodes of Goop to get into. And Carrie hasn't watched them yet. So she's going to be in, she's going to be intrigued. And, um, and, and we're going to be sharing our blueprint. We're gonna, yes, I did take the blueprint quiz, but you're supposed to get it in 15 minutes. And that was an hour and a half ago and I still don't have it. So we'll share that. She probably didn't even enter the right address. Did you get the email saying it's forthcoming? I did. Right away. So, um, be sure to catch us on Wednesday for our Bachelorette recap of episode number seven. And they don't care about that. Some people listen to both. I know, but like, this is just way too much shit about that hasn't happened yet. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> have a good week, everybody. Jenny's face is priceless right now. Fucker out. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs>